You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next... Nick, I'm glad you realized that we have a show to do, and it's time to put your telephone away. I had to tweet the people <laughs> and let them know to tune in live right now. All righty. Welcome to Black Hollywood Live. Next, thank you for joining us. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Jessica King, also the producer of Fox's hit show, Dish Nation. Check it out tonight. And I'm joined by comedian extraordinaire, Nick Purdue. That's right. How you guys doing? Woo! You get half a clap. And we... <laughs> Kidding, you know I love you. We have a very special guest today. We're very excited to welcome Brittany Richards. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you doing on this beautiful Friday afternoon? I'm okay. I'm all right. Good, good. Well, we have a little time to get to know you. We're really excited. We're going to start from your roots. Awesome. (laughs) You actually realized at a very young age that you wanted to act. And actually, you've in the past credited the movie Forrest Gump for kind of giving you that acting bug. Mm -hmm. What was it about that movie that just kind of hit you hard? I think uh, it was the more the experience. Because um, when I saw that movie, I was like eight. And uh, living in Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is a super small town. And um, just being in that theater, with it was crowded, like packed full of people. And just everybody laughing and crying and feeling at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was amazing. Yeah. It was the first time. I mean, I'd always loved movies, but it was the first time that that became like a conscious thing of like, oh, you can actually do this Mm -hmm. for a living and affect people. So when you left that theater, was it like, oh, yeah, I just I remember at one point, like being so little looking around, like there was an older man next to me and he was just in it. He was Mm -hmm. so in the movie. And I'm like, oh, wow. (laughs) So I I, I, that was it for me. Did you immediately start pursuing it then? Like, how did your parents react when you told them that that's what you wanted to do with your life? Well, I was always a ham. So I think they kind of knew where that was going to go. <laughs> um, but my mom, she she had me in a lot of, um, like, modeling things as a little girl. Mm-hmm. Everybody said I looked like Raven Simone because the Cosby show was out at mm-hmm. the time, and I did. So <laughs> she, you know, we had headshots done and photo shoots done, and um, we would go on commercial auditions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, up until, like, that point, and then it stopped, and then... I went to school and just kind of lived. And then, like, in middle school, I decided that I'm going to go to a performing arts high school. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it was always kind of a thing. Cool. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So what was growing up in Bowling Green, Kentucky like? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, boring. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, I love the South. Like, yeah. I'm a country girl. I will always be a Southern girl. But I mean, there's nothing to do, especially back in, you know, the early 90s. Like, there was not a, lot of, not a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, I was definitely the only person that looked like me mm-hmm. yeah. for, you know, a long time. So, 
It was it was something. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to describe it, yeah, it was something. Yeah. But now, do you do you go back often? Um, no. Well, I moved from Bowling Green to Louisville when I was twelve. Okay. So then that was a whole different world, and that was much more comfortable, and that mm-hmm. was a bigger. Yeah. yeah. Part of the reason why my mom moved us up there anyway, she's like, I want you to be around, you know. Uh, more black people and I want you to be in a bigger city and have more just more you know stuff going on and mm. she went to L, so it was uh, kind of like was home a, for her too yeah. yeah it was definitely a conscious move um, so that was that was cool and that I, I haven't been back to Louisville in a long time but um, I'm going back to Kentucky for Thanksgiving oh, nice. I'll try to do Coming it a couple up. times a year yeah yeah it's so, you know, obviously the South is, you know, totally different than the West out, out here. So what was that transition like coming from Kentucky over here to L.A.? How are you guys, have you guys ever been to the South? Or you know? I've been to the I've South. I've never been to Kentucky. Yeah. Specifically. Okay. <laughs> I've been to like Alabama, like Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. I haven't been to Kentucky. Even that's a little different. But um, I just remember thinking, like, you have to pay for parking? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I'm I like, think that's just <laughs> L.A., not yeah. necessarily. <laughs> like, wait, I'm sorry. What? What are we doing? Um, so that was weird. Um, honestly, though, it didn't feel that. I, I mean, I was kind of like, I didn't know anybody, so it was kind of lonely. But mm. I loved it. I got real excited. I mean, it felt like, okay, this is this was where I was supposed to be. Mm. So I don't know. I didn't find that transition transition too hard. I know my mom found it difficult. She moved out here with me for like six months just to get me settled. Mm-hmm. She, no. <laughs> not, no. not having it. <laughs> did you did you go to the to the beach and was that like oh my god I'm here at the beach? Yeah, well I lived um, briefly. We lived in Oceanside on Camp Pendleton. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. She did an internship while she was in college there, and um, so I I I knew the beach, you know, mm. but I did think it was beautiful. It wasn't until I got older and older that I went to Malibu and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, wow. No, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I get it. Right. (laughs) So beautiful. Very cool. So you are biracial, right? Mm -hmm. What are you mixed with? Uh, My mom is just the good old white lady. And uh, (laughs) my dad is Jamaican and Cuban. He's from Jamaica. Okay. So you mentioned a little earlier that growing up in Bowling Green, you know, there weren't a lot of people that looked like you. Um, what was that like for you as a kid? Um, it was, I mean, it, it was one of those things that, like, you don't really even think about until someone brings it up to you, mm-hmm. at least for me anyway. Um, I didn't give much thought to it. And it's funny because at one point my cousins, who are white, mm-hmm. were like, you know, I didn't even realize that you were black until somebody said it to me. And it's just, it's this thing, I'm like, you don't even think about it. Yeah. And it's only until someone kind of... Points it out. Right, or <laughs> makes it an issue, then you're like, oh, that's right. Yeah. So, um, and my mom, well, first of all, she she thinks, you know, brown people are beautiful. She just is all about Clearly. it. Clearly. <laughs> so, I never, I always just felt like, oh, okay, but, um, you know... It wasn't an issue. It wasn't. No, not really. Mm-hmm. It could be. It, it was sometimes, but was there ever a point as a kid that you felt like you identified with one part of your heritage more so than the other? Yeah, definitely. Um, wasn't until like high. Well, until I moved to Louisville, where it was like I guess I felt like maybe I had permission to explore that other part. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, I went through phases where I thought I was Puerto Rican, like hardcore, like when Selena came out, she's Mexican, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I am Jennifer Lopez. So, I mean, I was just like, I would try to speak Spanish or whatever, but, um, you know, as I got older and older and uh, started spending more time with my dad, because we did not grow up together, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, I'm Jamaican, and that's the coolest thing in the whole, like, everybody wants to be Jamaican. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as I really started to embrace just myself as a person and growing up and getting older, I, you know, definitely tapped into that. I'm Jamaican too. High five. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> just throw that in there. Uh, so now that you're an adult and you obviously have a very much deeper understanding of where you come from and your heritage in the entertainment industry, what do you identify with? Well, see, here's the thing, because I mean, I would say I'm a black girl, but also, you know, I, I can't leave out my mother's side mm-hmm. and, you know, that's, that's huge too. I mean, my family on my mom's side immigrated from Scotland. So, I mean, it, you know, but in the entertainment industry, they kind of, you, you do have to kind of choose. Yeah. Mm. Um, and just with the castings and everything, it'll either say, you know, ethnic or ethnically ambiguous or black and, you don't even get an opportunity to like say go, what you are. Right. Or yeah. go in for the, the roles. I mean, they'll specifically say Caucasian. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well I wouldn't put those kinds of labels or limitations on me myself, but mm-hmm. you know, you, you do have to, it's a, it's a, it's a pr- uh, process to get for lack of a better word, mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that, I mean, whatever it, I mean, because technically is, you are Caucasian, you know, so it's true. like, right. and technically you are black, so I'd be like, click. Right, I mean, <laughs> and that's the way I feel, and you know, I'm I'm very light, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's not that way, and that's okay, because um, I think there needs to be, you know, more black role models out there anyway, so if I can contribute to that, that's mm-hmm. fine, mm-hmm. but um, it's interesting the way Hollywood is set up. Do you feel like that limits the roles that you go out for? Or? Yeah. 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 I do. I do. And I and I feel like I could be up there, you know, doing Shakespeare and mm-hmm. I could be all these sorts of things and it's yeah. it's a limit right now. It won't always be though, don't worry. <laughs> Break through that ceiling. Yeah. Right. right. So now you got accepted into multiple BFA and conservatory programs after high school, but you decided to move to LA instead. So what was the, the catalyst that made you come out here? My stubbornness, <laughs> me being naive. Um, I just remember, you know, driving from Chicago because um, I was accepted to Roosevelt Conservatory program there. Mm. And in the car, I was like, I think I just want to go to L.A. And God love my mother. She was like, okay, if that's what you want to do, Aww. honey, we'll do that. Wow. So, yeah, that was it. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think I just wanted to get started. But, I mean... Now, looking back on it, I, I could have – the difference between 18 and 22 wasn't going to be that much of a difference. But it just mm. in my mind, I just wanted to come and yeah. just get it over with. But but now, a lot of actors, you know, like they say like, oh, you should probably do that before getting into the industry. So do you ever have those like what ifs? Like what if I were to – Now I don't. Okay. No, now I don't. Now I see that like you can – you. it's all about like what you – what you put into your your craft. Mm. So, yes, I would have learned a lot at a conservatory program, 
but it just meant that I had to do that on my own out here. So training on my own, you know, putting, putting my energy into it, what I would have put into it, um, in college. So it, I mean, I saved a lot of money mm-hmm. not yeah. not going to the school. So I I don't know. For a, a while, I did kind of regret it, and but now I'm like, no, I don't. Because they kind of honestly, Hollywood kind of doesn't respect that anyway. That kind of theater training. Mm-hmm. That's like if you want to go to New York out here. It's, Why do you think that is? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess. I guess because you know there's. A, there's a market, there's money to be made mm-hmm. here and it's about a look and it's about who you know and it's about all this other stuff mm-hmm. and natural ability and, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, it's like, believe me, you go into a audition for, you know, CSI, they could give a crap if you, Where you if you could recite, or, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, sonnets. They don't, you know, mm-hmm. just can you deliver, can you do it? So, yeah. Well, you've obviously been working your butt butt off since you've been here. You've done theater. You've done web series. Now you're on a TV show. Which has been your favorite so far? Oh, my crazy roommate's been the best. (laughs) Yes. I mean, this is my first major thing. I mean, Mm. you know, first thing that people can independently see rather than me being like, hey, I did something. I'm going to show it to you, you know. So, uh, and just the cast. And I just love everybody. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you also did a voiceover. Um, you did voiceover work in Junkyard, the web series, and you played Foxy 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy that, that process, like the animation and everything? Yeah, that was fun. Um, let me just tell you, voiceover work, for all the actors out there, that is the way to go <laughs> for a while. I mean, like, God, it's so fast. Yeah, and you can just come in sweats and whatever, yeah. and and it's easy. It's the like pay, quick, yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Um, that, that I think that series got it's been on hiatus, but mm-hmm. I mean that it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, considering you've done web series, a lot of people are saying that come five, ten years from now, that the internet could take over TV, and we're obviously seeing a lot more development in web series and a lot more actors and actresses becoming involved. Do you think that is something that could happen down the road? Um, I don't know. I don't know about take over, but I know that it's definitely a a good way to keep busy, mm. to keep working, mm-hmm. to get projects out there. Um, it's uh. It it seems, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people that don't have cable that, Mm -hmm. you know, just do Apple TV or Hulu or Netflix or stuff like that. So, and, you know, we were just talking about um, Netflix binging and, you know, all these series that are exclusively on Netflix. So there's definitely something to be said for it. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I'll be on House of Cards if they want me. But, like, (laughs) you know, I don't think, I don't think TV, I don't think TV would ever go away. I hope it wouldn't. Because it's it's more consistent, the pay is better, you know, there's there's a lot of other things that go into a TV show that I think is great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cheaper, you know, so it's kind of even the balance of reality TV now versus scripted television because everyone wants to take that cheap route and yeah. and kind of take the easier way out and it's quicker and, and whatnot. So it's like... The lazier people get. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. And, and you know, you got to take what you can get. I mean, if you have a... Th- there's web series that are produced by very... I mean, huge studios. Huge production, yeah. yeah. 
So it's not like anything to be like, oh, you're on the internet. Like, it's exactly, just a, yeah. it's just a different medium, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, you uh, your hard work has paid off, right? So now you're Chloe Lewis <laughs> on my crazy roommate. Yes. So congratulations. Thank you. Now, what was that audition process like? Um. Well, you know, actually, I skipped the. Usually, there's like three um, kind of steps that you have to go through, but I skipped the first one because um, I went in for Love That Girl mm-hmm. and went to callback for that, and then so Leah just just called me into the callback session of um, of uh, my crazy roommate. So it's a little shorter than usual, but um, I was so nervous. Yeah. yeah, I really was. You know, it, it was one of those things. It's just like if it's if it's if they if they like you, if it's meant to be, they want you in the character. Mm-hmm. Then that's it. I mean, you can only do what you can do. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. You know, go in there with energy. But like, it's out of your hands once you walk in the door or once you walk once out. You walk the door. out yeah. 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 So this is basically your your big break, mm-hmm. right? And so, how did you react when you got the call and saying, "Congratulations, you're on the show"? What did you do? Did you drop the phone? No, I reacted <laughs> so. No, I acted so lame. I still, it's still people are like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think sometimes emotions are a little much and then I get overwhelmed and so I shut down mm. um, because I was getting my hair done and my manager called me and I knew what he was calling for, mm. you know? So I was like, hello. And he's like, oh, I have some good news for you. I was like, oh, okay. And then he told me, I was like, okay. <laughs> like are you excited i'm like yeah i'm really excited yeah yeah this is yeah (laughs) i hung up and called my mom and she was screaming and crying and i was like yeah i'm really excited (laughs) super lame like to this day my roommate gets so excited every monday when it's on i'm like yeah yeah we're gonna watch it it's gonna be cool she's like what is wrong with you (laughs) i don't know but i am so happy inside believe me it's just like I don't know. If I let it out, I'd probably scream it and break and stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, if you just randomly want to scream anytime during this interview, if it really hits you, you know. Then, we will not judge you. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to judge you at all. You guys can tune in Monday nights, 10 o'clock on Bounce TV and check out My Crazy Roommate. Thank now, you. What, are, what is the best and worst part of working on the show? There is no worst part. Every day was amazing? But no. I mean, maybe you're kind of tired. But I don't, oh my God, I mean, I'm always tired, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> but there's no, there's definitely no worst part because, um, you know, the alternative is what? Working at a restaurant job, um, you know, doing nothing, just being at home. Like, there mm-hmm. is no, like, no. Yeah. The best part was um, just working with everybody, getting to know everybody. And it's such a family there because the same crew also works on um, Love That Girl. Mm-hmm. So they're very gelled. And then, you know, honestly, like, I've never seen a group of people come together so fast and click so fast. That's so rare. And yeah. it's not like they chemistry tested all of us, just mm-hmm. Layla and I, which we clicked really quickly. She reminds me of my sister so much. So we just <laughs> got along real well. But everybody else, it was just like, you know, old old friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So that that was the best part. Yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of people could relate to this show. We've all had our fair share of crazies. I work with one. No big deal. <laughs> Do you have like any crazy roommate stories of your own? 
I don't know about crazy, but just kind of sad and unfortunate. Um, <laughs> when you put it that way. Yeah. My current roommate is amazing. He's my best friend. Um, but my roommate before that was my best friend. Sometimes you just shouldn't live shouldn't with people. Shouldn't live with friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and see, this was the like anxiety I had about living with my current roommate because I was like, I can't lose another friendship to mm-hmm. this living together thing. But um, yeah, we just were not like compatible in terms of living together, and um, you know, our boyfriend situation was something unfortunate. So, yeah, <laughs> and I just, I mean, you can't. I can't like. <laughs> There's just a certain age where it's like, I don't need this super grown man walking through our apartment. Like, that's uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, super grown just man. saying. That's funny. So, <laughs> so, you know, it just, it puts, it can put a lot of stress on the, on the friendship. And, um, yeah, some people are just not meant to live together. So we, I was like, yeah, we, we, you have to move out or we're not going to be friends. And then she moved out. And then we were friends for a little while, and then yeah, we haven't spoken in like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah, that is sad. Yeah. Well, maybe she'll watch the interview and like reach out. And or she'll yeah, <laughs> exactly. People like hey, you know how to reach Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, sorry about the old old guy who was walking around the apartment. <laughs> Are there any parts of the show that you particularly relate to? Um, being broke. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> relate to that, um, um, and just like, just when you live with somebody and you do click, there's definitely a, like a camaraderie, and you have to have each other's back, and you know, like I said, it is tough, like living with somebody day to day, and and you are kind of responsible for their feelings, and if you know if they're upset and they need you to support them, like that's your job, mm-hmm. you know, this is what you signed on for, so. I think the characters, Brooke and Chloe, you know, they they are, they deal with that, too. It, maybe you don't even necessarily want to help your friend out or help, you know, help your roommate out. But that's like that's what you guys are there for. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a bond. So I think not only did that is that great for the characters, but it's great for Layla and I, because, w- you know, we immediately have to become these like bonded chicks. Mm. So off screen. We're bonded chicks. So, nice. Yeah. How much of Brittany do we see in Chloe? Uh, well, uh, a substantial amount. Um, and Brittany definitely is more like more loud than that. <laughs> more, she has a you know more of a mouth than that. But um, I think the the core part of Chloe is is definitely me. Um, Every, I mean, you know, every character that you play as an actor is going to have parts of you in it, mm-hmm. negative and positive. Mm. So, um, I, I, yeah, I think uh, I'm a little bit ditzy and naive sometimes, a little bit self-absorbed sometimes, which is in Chloe. But I also like people, and I just want everybody to get along, mm. and I'm optimistic and um, caring. So, all those things. What do you hope that your audience takes away from Chloe, your character. Like she's any other girl. Just trying to make it. Um, And I love the dynamic of the characters on the show. Just, you know, they're so different. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I would hope that, you know, other girls watching it can can see something in themselves and in in both of us Mm -hmm. 
that they can relate to and and just realize that like yeah that same struggle we're all going through that your mm-hmm. 20s are rough yeah it's rough <laughs> let's be real <laughs> it's so rough yeah what can we expect to see from your character for the rest of the season of my crazy roommate more hijinks <laughs> um uh how many episodes are left <sighs> I think she just gets more neurotic as it goes on. <laughs> yeah, like, um, yeah, definitely. And, you know, she's she's definitely a big support to Brooke. So, mm. uh, you know, Brooke gets into messes. And, and I do think that Chloe kind of helps clean up Brooke's messes and calm her down. And is kind of like the, the little safe place mm-hmm. that she can go. It's funny because, you know, everybody's like, oh, who's a crazy roommate? It's Brooke. Because, <laughs> because Chloe's always the one with the plan and always the one that's like, hey, guys, let's get together and let's make this okay. And mm-hmm. so Layla's going to hate that. that, I, said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. So now your show is on Bounce TV, right, mm-hmm. which is the first African-American like network broadcast, right? Bro- I totally messed it up. Broadcast network. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I mean, that's that's a big deal. Right. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, I, like I said, I don't let I don't absorb things. So yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, yes, it's a big deal. It's also really cool to be um, the first one in something. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, you get you're allowed to take a lot of ownership of it. Mm. I guess there's also a level of pressure. I don't realize that either. But um, you know, that's pretty cool. I think. Yeah, because yeah. you guys are the first scripted series. Yeah. And so, like, even, like, when you go on balancetv.com, like, it has, you like, your all pictures. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I mean, I guess there there would be a little pressure, but you say you don't you don't feel it, like, none of that phases you or anything? No, because I know that I did what I, what I did. I, I did the best I could do, you know, on the show. It's funny. I'm proud of it. Um, I think the chemistry, like, you can't, you can't buy that, you mm-hmm. know? So, um... I just feel like I feel like it's going to do well mm. moving forward, even you know into into further seasons. So, um, yeah, I haven't heard anything bad so far. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, speaking of some of the chemistry, right? I've seen some of these like behind the, the scenes clips yeah. on random people's pages <laughs> and and such. So, like, what is the atmosphere really like on set? Is anyone pulling any pranks? Is any hijinks going on? The boys, oh my god. The boys are so much. It's like high school. Yeah. It's like camp. I don't know. I mean, the boys you cannot get through. You could I, there were so many scenes we couldn't get through. And I don't know how Bentley, the wonderful Bentley, edited some of these scenes because I was dying laughing. I could not I couldn't hold it together. I know that there was the episode not this week but the week before like I was looking over the couch because I was cracking up. I mean, I just couldn't stop. <laughs> Greg is just... When you get Greg and Hottie and Andrew together, yeah. it's like they're competing on who's the funniest. Funny. And they're all <laughs> hilarious. So I can't hold it together. It's it's so much fun. And it's like having a bunch of big brothers. In Greg's case, a little brother. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah. just mind-blowing. And the guest stars that came in, Clayton Thomas, yeah. Ashley Blaine, like so funny and I, I don't know i guess we were just so excited to be there that it was like there was nothing there was no reason to be in a bad mood and there was no reason to like not just just want to hug everybody mm-hmm. I, I mean i was i was surprised honestly right. so what was it like working with, with bentley kyle evans amazing 
Yeah. Amazing. That's the other thing that's surprising too. It's like you don't get that. Yeah. You don't get somebody who's a excited about the project. You know. Mm. Um. You don't get somebody who just lets you go and who trusts you. There's a lot of trust in that because. You know, you're trusting him that he knows what he's talking about, and he clearly knows what he's talking about. Um, but he trusts you as well. Mm. Like, you know, I hired you, so I, you know, I know mm-hmm. that you're going to do it. You can do it. Yeah. Um, so that that's just like, and he's so patient. My God, I've never seen anybody so patient nah. in my whole life. Like, he just, times that I would have been just all cursing people out and whatever, he was just so calm. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to do it again. Just so calm. Yeah. That's it's good. amazing. Man, the bar set high for your next project. No, <laughs> very high. It's going to be a tough one to compete against. Extremely high. Yeah. Uh, so you're also a big advocate of helping others and serving your community. Um, what kind of volunteering do you do? Um, for a while, I was volunteering at the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Um you know, working with the kids there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, your your purpose in that is just to just to take their mind off of um, what's going on. Like, you're not there to, like, in no medical way, you mm-hmm. know. Just truly just to talk to them and, like, hang out. And that's so, it's so nice because L.A. Is, can be so ugly. Mm-hmm. And you can just, like, and this business can be, you know, it's a business of self. You mm. know, you're promoting your, that's what I'm doing. You're promoting yourself. But when you do that, it's like, there's, there's so much more. There's mm. so many more important things and people and like your stupid little, you know, callback is nothing compared to what, you know, other people are going through, especially kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next weekend I'm going to this camp called the painted turtle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a camp for, um, uh, children who are dealing with different kinds of il- illnesses. Mm. Um, and again, your purpose is just to like hang out and paint yeah. and like cheer them up a little. Yeah, yeah, you know, because the thing is that's amazing is they don't know they're sick. Yeah. They don't internalize that. They don't live their life that way. They yeah. just are like, yeah, this is a thing. It's, it's other people who are like, are you okay? It's yeah. like, you don't have to talk to them like that because they don't think of it that way. Oh, yeah. Very nice. So you have five tattoos. Oh, I actually have six. How do you know I have six five? Six tattoos. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that's is, weird because they're is, hidden. This so. is going to sound really creepy, right? All right. So I was doing a little investigative work, right? And so there's not a lot of stuff on you online. So that's the reason why I had you on, on Facebook. Yeah. And so I, I'll admit oh. to Facebook stalking. I, I did. We want a real in-depth interview. Um, so, okay. Well, you have six tattoos now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are, there, are there any meaning behind any of these tattoos? All of them. So, okay, so the one on my wrist, um, that is, uh, they're initials of my two older sisters and myself. Okay. Ashley, Brittany, and Crystal, ironically. So ABC, <laughs> we all three got that. Um, this is from my sister Crystal. We got this a long time ago, just on the boardwalk, whatever. Um, the one on the back of my neck, not really significant. I went through a period where I got like four tattoos in a row and got my nose pierced. <laughs> I was going through something. <laughs> and um, so not that one so much. The one on my back is um, drama faces and a cross and wings. And then um, I have one here that my mom and I got. It's my first tattoo. Um, mine says child. Her says mother. 
Hmm. And then I have an anchor on my side that I just got like maybe a month and a half ago with my roommate. Because we say like we hold each other down. Mm-hmm. So we're each other's anchor. So she, Aww, that's yeah, sweet. It hurt. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> woo. It's cute though. Yeah. Uh, and you love to travel. I do. What have been some of the coolest places that you've gotten to go to? Um, I went to Paris and London. Ooh. Yeah. With my mom um, six or seven years ago for her 40th. Oh. And uh, she's young. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, that was amazing. Not long enough. We didn't stay long enough. Um, and then I went to Spain last year with my best friend. She had her 30th birthday there. Nice. And her family owns a hotel in Spain. Ugh. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. We won't even get oh into that because we don't have enough time to get into that. I was like, oh, my God, who lives like this? This is amazing. Oh. Oh. And they're the most She's beautiful. like, I do. Yeah. yeah exactly. They're the most beautiful people you've ever seen, too. So it's, <laughs> that's a mess. But um, so she's from London. So we went to London for a while for like a day or two and then flew to Spain, stayed mm-hmm. at their hotel and then flew back to London. That was just the trip of my life. Wow. Myself, her, my roommate, and then our other friend. It just was like... You can't even put into words like what's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You also uh, describe yourself as a superhero nerd. (laughs) What does that mean? Um, that I like comic books. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, no, like I'm. Well, I'm just like a super hardcore Batman fan. Ah. Um, like it's just and nobody. It's like undeniable. He's the best superhero. Like you can't even say he's not because he's the only one that chose his path. Everybody else was either born into it or got bitten or whatever. Like, he was a human that chose to fight crime. But so is he really cool. a superhero, Yes. Though? What are you doing, Nick? I'm just don't <laughs> say it because he can't fly Don't get her anything. started, Nick. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying, like, because like, he doesn't really have any superpower. Like, when you, when you, when you talk about superhero, like, like, Superman, he can fly as laser as well. <laughs> but, done. you know, oh, like, okay. Batman, he had, like, without his tool belt, then he's just this a regular rich belt. guy. <laughs> Oh my god! With like a real cool car, he has a real cool <laughs> car, and he's like you know a rich guy running around in a Halloween costume every every day. Ooh. I know I'm talking mess. I know I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween costume! Wow, wow, it's bulletproof. You it's just took it to a nice. whole new yeah. level, Nick. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, no, I think he is definitely a superhero because again, he chose this and super. Just means that you're extraordinary. Doesn't mean you have to have some magical powers because that's a cop out. Yeah, if you have magical powers, she's passionate about this. <laughs> I hope, I hope you'd be out saving the world if you have magical powers. You can fly, but this dude is like, you know what? My parents were taken from me. I won't allow that to happen to anybody else. That's extraordinary. Granted, Shots he is fired. a billionaire though, too. So it doesn't act well. At some points, he's not. If you know, at some points he's not. He loses his money. So, boom. You heard. (laughs) Shots fired. My dream, my dream. Like, Anne Hathaway lived my whole life's dream last year. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Playing Catwoman and being in a musical Mm -hmm. and winning an Oscar. Like, she lived every one of my dreams. So, someday, I'd love to be. You'll get there. Yeah, it'll be be Brittany Richards. Moving on up. You know. Because I feel you'll be a, a you know better a better Catwoman than you know a Halle Berry or uh, oh, or, or Anne Hathaway. You know? I agree. Or a, a better, <laughs> better Batgirl than you know what's her face. Alicia what's her Silverstone. Yeah, what was her name? What's her Alicia Silverstone. The coolest. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could. Well, I, I shouldn't put limitations, but I mean, you know, Batgirl. That's a, that's a blonde chick. Hey, but you're changing, right. Change, time to changing. Yes, yeah. they are doing that Wonder Woman. They're revamping that Wonder Woman pilot. Yeah. 
through. Just saying, CW, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Any special someones in your life? Oh, girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this, this town is... This town is something else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it's so difficult. Um, my dad says it's because I'm extra special. <laughs> so I don't know. But, um, you know, I think, uh, again, everybody's here for themselves. Mm-hmm. Nobody came out here to get married and have babies. If we were going to do that, we'd stayed back in the Midwest and the South. Because mm-hmm. um, I'd have tons of kids by now if that were the case. Um I think guys, and, you know, no disrespect, but I think guys come out here and they're just like, oh, girls, you know, I can do whatever, like parties and there's tons mm-hmm. of stuff to do. And, like, you don't mm-hmm. have to, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't oh, really wow. have to be, no, but you don't have to really be about anything to get chicks in this town because there's a lot. It's true, though. And I've been one of those girls like, oh, he's a bartender. Yeah, I love him. Like. Come on. <laughs> like, you can be a 35-year-old bar back and still get chicks. Yeah. Like, 20-year-old chicks because there's plenty of little naive <laughs> girls with daddy issues who, you know, running around just... Wow. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm, so. I'm, I'm just mad that you just went like this. Like, just to start <laughs> off. That was... No, I mean... Okay, like, you're, you're right to a point, but... But what, I what? will say this, being the only representation of a male in the room, and Steven, you can back me up on this if you don't back him up, uh, Steven. That there uh. are there are good good men living out here in in LA, you know, doing our thing. Granted, there's a lot of ratchet females running around, you know, just yeah. throwing it at them. But but if you could weed out, you know, all the nonsense, then you know you will you'll find. Yes, but but what I'm trying to say is I get it. If I were a guy out here, a good-looking guy, <laughs> oh, my God, I would clean up. Like, I would not be – I would be single forever. Because, well, for a long time because why not? Why not? There is no – Opportunities are – You know, boundless. I mean, yeah. being, being single is cool, but I think every guy still wants that, you know, because, like, at the end, end of the day, like, we, we all have that have that mentality, like, to, you know, procreate and to, yeah. like, you know, marry and this and that, yada, yada. So, you know, you just, I guess you got to find the right timing. Yes, and that's and, and I think thing. that's what it is. It's like, you know, the guy, the guy has to just be in the place of, okay, I'm ready now. Mm. It wouldn't matter if you're, you know, the best thing in the world. If he's not ready, he's not ready. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm I'm still pretty young, so it's like the guys that I would go after, they're not ready. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of leaves me, A, dating, you know, 45-year-olds, which I don't want to do, or just <laughs> kind of holding in there and being single until, but I have met and, and come into contact and, and dated some really, really good guys, few, but they they have been amazing, so... Well, you know, at your age, a lot of women in this industry come to L.A. and they choose to focus on their career and they, like, swear off all men and relationships and things like that. Um, But, you know, other people think that why not have it all? Like, do you think it's possible in this industry to have it all, to have a successful relationship, a successful career and a social life? Yes, I think 
whatever you think is possible will be possible. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, there are plenty of people who are like, oh, I'm just working on my career right now. It's, like, so busy. It's like, well, first of all, you're not that busy. Calm down. <laughs> you're really not. Like, if the president can, you know, maintain a marriage and two kids and run the country, you're not you're, that busy yeah. with your little, like, little stuff going on. I promise. <laughs> but, um, no, I totally think that. Um, I think that everything has to be timed out, mm. you know, and um, now I feel a little more like, okay, this is, you know, the career is kind of, it's on its own thing. It's going to snowball on its own. I mean, I got to put work into it, but it's kind of doing its own thing. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, okay, maybe I can actually give some focus to relationships and, you know, kids, because I definitely want kids someday. It's a little early for me to be feeling that way but like i said i'm a southern girl so we it's just yeah. hardwired in our mind to just like make a home exactly, and yeah. you know take care of our husband and our family and stuff so and my mom she would love some kids some <laughs> so, in due time you, yeah. you can tweet her at uh at <laughs> yeah tweet me tweet let's have some kids that's yeah. definitely gonna <laughs> win them over <laughs> You know, it's just social there media age. That's, start. That's, that's, yeah. Don't waste any time. <laughs> just, just start, start the, the prospects coming Let's in. Let's get you it going. Know. Get it going. You never know. Taking, I've just ruined it. Having kids with Britney applications. Now. I've ruined it. Yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> fall now. You know, it's getting cold outside, so I'm yeah. going to cuddle with. You know, that's, I know, that's, right? That's, 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 that's where it starts. So where do you see yourself in the next 10 years, Britney? Um... Living that Carrie Washington life. There you go. Oh, God, I <laughs> love her. Go. I can't even handle how much I love her. Um, yeah, just being Beyonce and Carrie. That's I don't know. Like <laughs> all in one. Seriously, <laughs> like you know, a kid and and a home and a husband and a career that is something to be respected. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I could have I could have come up way back if I had chosen chosen a, a you know a less a less uh, dignified route. Mm -hmm. But I think that's, that's just, um, that's for the birds. Like I, you know, you got to put hard work into it. So I would love to be the lead of a, a one hour drama series on a major network. Mm -hmm. I would love that. Um, I would love to, I would love to, I, definitely I want an EGOT. So I want an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony. Maybe not 10 years necessarily, but, um, it's definitely a goal. Definitely to be on Broadway as well. There yeah. you go. Okay, Whoopi. So, <laughs> whose career do you want to emulate? Well, yeah, Carrie. Okay. Um, uh, you know, like I said, Anne Hathaway lived all my dreams. Um, oh my God, there's so many people. I, you know, I love that Beyonce. You know, I love her singing career. I'm not that talented as a singer, not like that. But um, I, I love I love that, and I guess if I guess if anybody, it would be it would be Carrie Washington. It's a good career to emulate. Yeah. <laughs> and then, do you do you see yourself doing any writing, producing, and directing, or anything in, in the future? Oh, I could never be a director. No. no. <laughs> I, I could see I could see the production. I could see the writing. I like to write. Um, but directing, no. That just seems like way too much work. And actors. Are annoying, and I, <laughs> I don't want to. I can't be bothered. Mm -mm. And also, too, if I know I could do it better, which is a bad thing to say, but then I would just get irritated. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna jump into the uh, the game. Yes, we always like to oh, 
cap off our interviews with a fun little game. Okay. Keep it lighthearted. <laughs> we have for you, dun, 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 name the famous Kentucky actress. Oh. Or actor. Okay. Yeah, actress, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. So, this first person. Okay. Uh, their major role was as a lead cast member on TBS's The Bill and Engvall Show. Bill Engvall? Why don't you give her some more? And she okay. subsequently appeared in the independent films The Burning Plain and Winter's Bone. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence was on that? Yep, she was his daughter, right? Shut up. I know, right? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. she's from Louisville. Yeah. I did not know that she was on that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, a couple, a couple years. Oh, see, look, we all start off in TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's all awesome. Right. Here you go. Uh, this American television and film person is a and political activist grew up oh. uh, in a family of successful performing artists. And, no. No? Okay. And is well, is the daughter? Oh, okay. Of country music singer <laughs> Ashley Judd. There you go, yeah. man. You know your people. <laughs> yes, this is a hard one. Let me give you a harder clue. This there's no hard clues on here. I know. It was, I know. It was, <laughs> Alrighty, I know. this person has received three Golden Globe awards and two Academy awards. One for acting and one for producing. George Clooney? Yeah. yeah. Try to keep okay. it as vague as possible. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I don't know. This is a little difficult. Here we go. This American person is a film producer and a musician and has won the Golden Globe Award and Screen Actors Guild Award for Best Actor. And he rose to prominence on the 1980s television. Johnny Depp. Don't you love how he says, this person, and he yeah, rose. I, I, I just... I, <laughs> realize well and you said musician and then i'm like well who you know yeah this one's a little a little more uh yeah i I think i think this one may stump you this one i'm gonna give you as vague as possible this person gained exposure with roles in 2005 films little manhattan and zathura did i pronounce that right you did Mm. Uh, mm. I'm not familiar with these films. Also, RV, Firehouse Dog, and Bridge to Terabithia. Hmm. Well, this sounds like a young person. So I don't know. Is Th- this person is is younger than you. I will say that. I was just trying to stump her. I was like, well, I mean, is it a young person? Oh, this person's younger than you. <laughs> I think I don't know. Is is it Josh? Josh Hutcherson. Is that right? Wow. Uh, very good. Yeah. I, I'm like, I don't know his last. Hutcherson. Hutcherson, right? yep. Yeah. Hunger Games. Hunger Games, no. yeah. With Jennifer right. Lawrence. Star, yeah. yeah. With Jennifer. Kentucky Stand Up. PETA, what? yeah. You guys have uh, some solid representation. What? You need to move to Kentucky. I know. <laughs> and come back. Seriously. Well, uh, before we wrap up, we want to just give you a chance to tell us about any upcoming projects you have where we could expect to see you next. Anything you're working on? Um, more My Crazy Room. 
roommate, I hope. Season two, guys, watch, yeah. We will definitely be tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us today. Okay. Tell us again where we can find you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, anything. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brit, B-R-I-T-C Richards, um, both. And then um, Facebook is just my full name, Brittany Richards. Great. Yeah. Find me on Twitter at I am Jessica King. And where can we find you, Nick Purdue? <laughs> All over the internet at the Nick Purdue. Thank you for joining us, guys. Thank Until you. next time. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Kristen, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.